Megan Pascoe. <sighs> what more needs to be said? Nah, I could end the intro right there. But I'll give you a quick teaser. Today we speak on her officiating journey, challenges she's experienced being female, gaining confidence, mental health, and overall advice for younger officials. It's really a great listen and I hope you enjoy. Before we get started, a quick note from our sponsor, at JD8Official. It's a small business helping basketball referees owned by Jackie Dover. Today, I think it's important that to believe in the product, you have to believe in the leadership. So I wanted to give you a message about the person behind the brand. Now, I can personally vouch as a fact that Jackie truly cares about your development. If you join our academy, you can bet on the fact that you're going to get stellar service as she has the knowledge, the experience, and the interpersonal skills setting her apart. But maybe more importantly, and most of all, she has integrity and results. So please check out her page, her website, her online store, all of that, all right? Go to at JD8Official, okay, and find everything there. All right, we're on day three of Under 18 State Championships. 8.30 a.m. right now, and I'm sitting down with the future of the game, Megan Pasco. <laughs> How you going? I'm all right. I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. Yeah? Why yeah. just all right? Well, you know, day three is always the hardest one. You know, always a bit sore, but we've mm-hmm. been doing recovery after at the end of every day, so feeling all right. Yeah, feeling what, all right. what's your what's your recovery involve? Uh, go for a swim mm-hmm. in the pool back at the accommodation at night, uh, and in our cabin we've also been doing uh, a stretch at the end of the day, which has been really lovely for team bonding nice. and also you know using the massage gun in between games. Mm-hmm. How important? How important? And how much focus do you put on recovery during tournaments like this? Uh, it's. A non-negotiable, basically. <laughs> I can't function without it. Yeah. And yeah, I just, yeah, really like the stretching down. It's also like a good opportunity to be a bit mindful and bring yourself back into your body instead of worrying about the games before or coming up. I like it. That's yeah. good. That's good. Um, so what do you have to say to all these young referees out here not taking care of their bodies? Uh, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. It's, yeah. It's, yeah it's and sleep so as well? Yes, 100%. How much emphasis do you put on sleep? Uh, well, if you're not getting your sleep, then you're probably not mentally focused the next day and you're not going to be able to perform. Every single time I've, I've been a bit sleep deprived at a tournament, the next day I feel like garbage and I don't feel like I'm doing a good job and I, it shows up in post games and no doubt. reflections. And so it's day three and you're feeling good? Yeah, feel good. I like it. And how, ma- how many games have you been doing each day? Uh, just two. And today we're all down to one on the Div 1 panel. Got you, got you. And how you been going? Yeah, all right. I've um had any good games? Uh, not or bad. Well, I've had good feedback mm-hmm. for my games. A lot of them haven't exactly been close games. Uh, but those sorts of games, the ones where maybe they're not the most exciting or pull the biggest crowds mm-hmm. or have the amazing buzzer beaters at the end, they're also good to refine all of the uh, one percenters and all your other little skills like communication mm. with your partners mechanics mm. um and just practicing the mental focus and staying aware and staying engaged in the game even if it's you know a bit boring out there yeah yeah it's, it's what it takes right yeah uh, what kind of what kind of things are you working on 
or feedback have you received so far? Or is uh, it just all positive? It's not, it's <laughs> you not don't all get positive. negative feedback. Yeah. I, I do, I promise, I promise. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I need to work on is um, my cadence and mm. uh, helping out in my secondary mm. uh, area. It's always hard in 3PO, isn't it? It is. It's like, I it want really, to It really is. Because in 2PO, you've got like at least half the court in mm-hmm. your area and at least half the play going on. And in 3, you sort of have to take a step back and relinquish that mm. a bit. And then it's also the patience to give your partner the opportunity mm. to make that call and mm. trust that they will. And if they don't, then you step in. Mm. Otherwise, it sort of fractures the relationship or yeah. can fracture the relationship if you're not close. Yeah. I did it I um in a game yesterday to mm. one of my closest friends and we just laughed about it because, you know, back at home we do that to each other often. So yeah. it's not like it was a bad thing. It was just like a stop doing that. That's annoying. I like it. Yeah. Cool, cool. How do you go with trusting your partner, especially when they're a little bit less experienced? Um, is, it, is it a difficult area for you? I I always go into a game thinking they're going to look after their area, but if they need help, then I'll help. How do you set up the game being a leader? Because you're one of the one of the most more experienced referees out here at this mm-hmm. tournament. Being a leader, what kind of things do you do to increase the amount of trust you have between your partners? Because I know a lot of these younger referees will struggle with this as well. Mm-hmm. They go out onto the court, they they feel uncomfortable. You can tell there's not a lot of trust. And when you get to the higher level, you need to be able to build that uh, that rapport with your partner pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you have any uh, little things that you do or advice? Uh, well, I always start pre-games early. Mm. Whether it may not be like the sit-down pre-game, it's usually the message or the catching up mm. before we have the game, maybe the night before or the morning of, and going, hey, how's your tournament going? Mm. Uh, asking them what things they're working on. Mm. Um, because if you can understand where they're coming from, then they'll respect that more and they'll be more receptive to any feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they'll feel more open to provide feedback. And when they're out there on the floor and maybe not feeling too confident, then they're more likely to share that. And that mm-hmm. means that I can help them uh, and you know, try and give them the confidence in themselves to engage in the game. Mm. Do you like being the leader on the game or do you like being led? Does that make sense? Or yeah. I could rephrase and say, do you like refing with more experienced partners such as you know, NBL1 or NBL type mm. caliber people or you know, people that are just a little bit less, less experienced? I guess it depends on the game, obviously. Mm. Mm. Um, what about I, here? I do, I think, it's more easy in this sort of environment for me to step into a more leadership role mm. just because not because I think everyone's lesser mm. but because I like I've got the experience they are lesser no, <laughs> no, no I would never say that Nathan thank you very much I want that on the record that's not what I think <laughs> I could read her mind she knows it she no, knows she's good no. but it's all about the experience I've yep. had opportunities that some people haven't gotten around to yet in mm. their career I've probably been around longer than like engaging in officiating mm. at a higher level longer than most people. When did you start? Uh, well, I started doing club when I was 14. Mm-hmm. That was for the tuck shop money. And you started doing club club refing or yeah. playing? Yeah, club refing yep. when I was 14. Yep. Went to my first state chance up in Townsville when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, cool. first 18s in like a few years ago now. I can't quite remember mm-hmm. age. Young adult sort of age mm. uh first stately game which was qbl at the time mm. at 20 
and yeah. Wow, you improved quick. Yes. <laughs> How did you do this? <laughs> um, I, I'm originally from Gladstone. Yep. Uh, and the, I guess the opportunity there, it's just not as commonplace. We yes. had CDCs, which was our junior competition yep. for a representative, mm-hmm. uh, and that happened a handful of times a year. Mm. Whereas moved down south for uni, and every single weekend we've got something on. Wow. So. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Did, was Pauline up there when you were younger? Or? Yeah, I think she she wasn't as engaged when I was a bit younger just because I think she had a lot going on at mm. work, um, which is, you know, yeah. totally understandable. Absolutely. Did you and get a lot of education when you were younger or was it all once you moved down here? I uh, guess is what I'm trying to say. I got, I would say primarily my education was mm. when I moved down. But mm. I did get some good things from like uh, Terry Doherty from Bundy whenever we had a CDC or anything like that. And whenever Pauline came down, she gave me some good things mm. to work mm. on. Mm. What What made you start? Why Why did you get into repping? Just shop, for the tuck shop money. Tuck shop money. But, but why did you choose basketball? Were you around the game or was, was your family in it? Yeah, so um, dad uh, was has, you know, a long time been involved. I think he used to play, like develop D-League up in Gladstone when he was a young guy. Mm-hmm. My brother played representative, played at one of these state champs that were at, well, two of them that we're at now. And his name's not Sean. His name's not Sean. Ha! My older brother. My much older Gotcha. My older brother, who is much older than Sean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. I got you. Cool, cool. So, um, shifting over a little bit, where are you headed? What are some of your goals with refing? I want to go back to a nationals, uh, preferably 18s or 20s again, um, mm. just because the the experience is much different to like a regular season game. Mm. It's very How condensed. So? Um, and then like meeting people from interstate, mm. I love doing that. It's mm. it's You get to meet people from across the country, learn about their refereeing styles and mm. what they do in their home states. That's what I was um, thinking like. You come to these state champs and you got all these young dudes, so many opportunities yeah. to make contact, and they're on their damn phone. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Come on, man, put the phone down, have a chat to people, go sit on games with educators. Mm. That's how you're going to grow and expand when you go to different stadiums. Yeah. I yeah. guess it's challenging for them, especially if it's like their first or second time. Maybe mm. they don't know everyone. True. Maybe they don't have the confidence to you're do You're so nice, that. Megan. <laughs> it's just like a bit of a humanistic. No excuses. <laughs> No, I got you, got you, got you. Yeah. That's cool, that's cool. Um, what about in the long term? Do you want to, are you striving for NBL? Are you striving for NBA? Are you just trying to just see where it takes you, just cruising? Yeah, I'm... Um, Don't be afraid. Hopefully, uh, hopefully National League is in my future one day. It is, um, it is. I'll tell you. We'll see about that. Um, Should you pursue it, you got this. Yeah, yep. yeah. I don't think I'm looking at anything international mm-hmm. I quite like Australia yeah it's, it's good yeah it's not too bad it's yeah. what I know mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. yeah definitely would be interested in National League if that's something cool. that I personally can attain oh pff. if it's something you personally can attain all right I'll tell you right now that is um I thought you were gonna say if I decided to do it because that's actually the real answer right there yeah all right cool 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 because I know Megan like for a fact so many people uh praise you so much behind your back i talk to people uh just randomly around the associations around qsl even some of the players and stuff like you have you've earned a lot of respect around the game even young refs i don't know what it is about you but they kind of like are drawn to you would you do you kind of try to take young refs under the under your wing or do they just like come to you 
Yeah, I well, I understand what it's like to be in their position mm. and be a bit scared and not sure what to do. You so, were once scared and not sure? Oh, my goodness. For so long. Can you been... talk about this? <laughs> of course. Do you want me to answer the other question sure. first? <laughs> answer them all. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I um, and I used to run the junior program over at... Uh, uh, Brisbane basketball Mm -hmm. um so a lot of the guys here now in the div 2 panel are kids that I Mm. brought up from their white shirt to their gray shirt Mm. so I you know I like to go around and ask people how their time's going because I personally know how much difference that could make from Mm. someone who is going well or is perceived as someone who is nice and Mm. yeah I just and it builds community as yeah. well. It makes them feel safe yeah. to come to someone if they're oh, having Oh, that's trouble. awesome. Yeah, that's so nice. That's so nice. <laughs> now, I'm dying to know. <laughs> you weren't always so confident out on the court. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this. So, uh, what kind of things did you experience? And how did you actually build your confidence to where you are today? Well, and, and are you... Actually, I'm sorry. I'm rattling okay. off questions right no now. No stress. But I'm wondering, are you internally very confident on all these games like you look or are you second guessing yourself at times as well maybe go with that one first yeah um i guess because this is my third fourth 18s third go doing more division one stuff Mm -hmm. uh, i feel more at like more at ease on these games ask me a couple years ago i probably would have said no wow um but yeah, it's all about like I've got that much experience on learning. There are points in the game where I'm like, "Ooh, I think I just missed a foul there." <laughs> I'll talk about that in the next break and bring it up and ask people what they think. Yeah. But um, a lot of the, like on these games, yes, on NBL one games, probably less so, mm. um, just because there are people in that league that are you know playing WNBL and NBL, and I'm not at that level yet, and I want to service the game mm-hmm. to the best of my ability. I like it. Cool. So, so how did you build your confidence? Where did you start, and uh, and how did you get your confidence to where it is now? I think a lot of it was just faking it, mm-hmm. faking it externally, and hoping one day that it would feel like it on the inside. Wow. Um, Interesting. Getting a lot of education fake it till you make from it. yeah, fake it till you make it. <laughs> getting a lot of um, education from good mentors. Yeah. Um, surrounding myself with really really good peers and friends and. Um, yeah, people yeah. that are that want to see you thrive and support. Yeah, that's you. such a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 especially like if you get lots of negative feedback constantly, like we did with coaches and players mm. and spectators, it really, really weighs you down. But mm. if you've got a good support network to say you're actually doing all right, mm. don't stress, mm. or to be like, yeah, you're doing good, but these are areas you need to work on. But it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in a nice little positive, negative, positive sandwich. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So um, I wonder then, going off this, mm-hmm. have you experienced any challenges just being a female within the game? Yes. You have? Yes. Talk to me about it. Uh, a lot of the time, it doesn't happen as much mm-hmm. anymore, but a lot of the time because especially when I was younger, I did look younger. I looked 14 when I was 18. Mm. So... I look 12 now. Yeah. And I'm 22. <laughs> yeah. 
we all get we all go through it still it takes a while to grow out <laughs> oh <Don't worry. laughs> you didn't have to say that me and my ripe old age of 23 <laughs> no i'm kidding okay yep yeah so um a lot of the time it's and it's not necessarily my partner's fault but a lot of the time when i was with a male mm-hmm. coaches and players would go to them mm. to ask questions about a call that i've made mm. And they would respectfully ask questions with them and be more willing to build that mm. rapport with them. And then when it came to them addressing me, it would be, what was that? Mm. You know, it was yeah. the attitude and the the disrespect from the handoff. And I, like, I try not to have a bit of a chip on my shoulder about yeah. that. But it's, it is challenging when, uh, say, at our social comp, when we do 3PO, it's myself, uh, another female referee around the same level and we're looking after a male referee and all the players and coaches are asking them questions Mm. um in a under 21s not this season just gone the season before semi-final i was refereeing with a man who was about the same level as myself Mm -hmm. and on during play someone who is uh got a substantially high position somewhere in basketball Queensland, was sitting and watching the game mm-hmm. and called out to me, that's a travel sweetie mm. to infantilize me. Wow. And I don't think my partner got anything like that. And it's just those attitudes where mm-hmm. it's... They because, feel like they're superior. Yeah. And it's those subtle things, right? Because what, what I'm feeling yeah. from you is it's kind of just the whole vibe mm. and those subtle comments and just like those little things about not addressing you or even, you know, when you do make a call, they're treating you different. Yeah. And, and I can kind of, I can kind of vouch for this because I have a sister Mm. who, you know, experiences the same things. And it's really kind of opened my eyes to this because I realize on games, even when I'm refing with her, Mm. like sometimes I'll put myself on games with her um, that that will be challenging. Mm. And I'm just noticing the way the coaches addressing her different to me even when they don't know us at all yeah um things like that and even sometimes it's about when i'm running down the court and i'm going trout to lead or or i'm 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 say away from the coach's bench as soon as my sister gets close to him there's little comments going in the ear yeah i don't know whether it was just because she's younger and they're trying to intimidate her but that's just some that's just disrespectful and altogether and just uh really poor sportsmanship I, I feel yeah and mm. like I said like a lot of the younger guys here that I've brought up from their white shirts mm-hmm. um, we've tried to instill in them this is something that does happen mm. and it might not seem like a big deal but when it happens every single game especially when you're young especially when you're not confident it really does affect you mm. it doesn't affect me so much now yeah I just roll my eyes and go you're an idiot or yeah. wow that's pretty typical yeah. of you but yeah it's it does bring certain challenges into the game because while I might be the lead official in a game and according to a ref coach afterwards, I was doing a great job, mm-hmm. I might be getting grilled the entire time while my partner is doing a good job. And then that, you know, a grilling affects your refereeing because you, you lose your confidence. You go, oh, what if I'm not mm. making the right calls? What if I'm not doing the right thing by the game? Mm. So, mm. yeah, it's just, it's subtle things. It's yeah. the really, really subtle things. Yeah, interesting. Uh, has any of this, like when you were younger, did mm. you ever have any moments where you were like, you know, that's it, I'm done, I'm out of here? Oh. Refing is. Yeah, I think I have one of those moments every season. Mm. Every single wow. season. I just have a really, really tough game. And I'm wow. like, I'm not good enough. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of like, 
uh, I'm not doing the right thing for the game, I'm not good enough, people don't even want me there. Um, mm. Being a person that struggles a lot with mental health and has the majority of my life, it's, really? yeah, it's, wow. it's something that pops up. And I try to, like if it happens, I'll talk to someone, like a friend yeah. or a mentor and be like, I had a really, really tough game and yeah. I just need to vent to someone about it. Or even like, yeah, my roommates who are also referees, having a chat to them, mm. having a laugh about it, trying to let it go. But yeah, there's, yeah, a couple times a year I'll be like, hmm, maybe I should quit. But wow. I always come back to the no, I really, really do love this game. It gives me a sense of community mm-hmm. um, and I want to give back and I want the young people to be able to see someone who can overcome that sort of yeah, thing. Absolutely, Megan. And I know for a fact, like, so many people are actually inspired by you. I'm inspired by you, genuinely. You're so kind. I'm, on, I'm honest right now. I'm <laughs> honest right now. I love watching you rep. I really do. So I'm so glad that you persevered through all those moments. Mm. Um, and I, I thought it was really important how you said, like, for the young female officials out there, like, it's kind of, you got to almost face the reality, like, and anticipate the fact that, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the way it is. Mm. So, you know, expect that it's going to happen and prepare yourself for it because otherwise it's going to pop up, it's going to catch you by surprise and you're going to be um, shook up about it Yeah. pretty, pretty much, would and you it, say? It really, really sucks because you could be going so, so well during a game mm-hmm. and coaches could be questioning you and they could just say one thing that tips you over the edge and then mm. you become... The thing that they're saying or mm. you just you lose confidence and you withdraw from the game mm. and if like anyone struggles with that talk to a friend talk to a mentor yeah. um talk to other women or address it with your male peers because yeah. if they're aware of it then they can help you as well yeah and 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 understand that just because it's the reality doesn't mean it's right as yes, well and exactly. you don't deserve it yeah. yeah yeah interesting i have a lot of these conversations with my um female peers as well about that's terrible why would they do that um just brush it off oh man just brush it off hey yeah that's that's a it's disappointing that's that's the way it has to be done right yeah uh has uh, i don't want to um prod in any areas that, that that i shouldn't but uh has has refing played a big role in the mental health of yourself over the years in terms of or, or has it just been a lot of things combined? Uh, it's been a lot of things, I'd say. Uh, sometimes and I can, I can edit this out if you don't want it. No, no, here. it's all good. No stress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's something that should be talked about more often mm. and uh, we don't really address it enough. There are times where um, I get quite depressed and it's quite cyclic. Mm. So I might be all good one month and then the next month I can only do the bare minimum. Mm. Like, uh, can only go to work, uh, maybe go to the gym, show up to my games, you know, do like the stuff that I absolutely need to do. Mm. Um, and yeah, can't really do a lot else. Wow. Um, but yeah, sometimes the refereeing might contribute to that and it might be other things going on mm. in my other life and it might just be chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it could be just com- combination of all of them. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I think so many people actually feel this and they feel like they're alone. Mm. And I think it's really powerful that you're that you're even mentioning this now. And uh, I think it's going to inspire a lot of people. And what uh, do you have any advice for people going through things like that at the moment? Because I, I know it's it's so prominent. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
don't be afraid to ask a friend. Yeah. I'm also quite guilty of that still having a psychology degree, mm. um, having the experience that I have. Mm. Uh, reach out to people that love you and that you love and mm. talk to them. Tell mm. them what's going on. Say, yeah. hey, I'm really sorry. I've been really, really irritable lately. My mental health is, you know, yeah. not great right now. Exactly. Can you just be like the support that I need and just be there mm. for me. That's really, that's really nice. And just the understanding that, you know, uh, everything's always changing mm. and it's not going to last forever. Yeah. And uh, just doing your best in each moment, I guess. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Let's kind of swing it. Yeah. <laughs> swing it away. Swing it away. But I'm glad we touched on that. I was really, yeah, I was really glad we, t- we talked about that because mm. um, a lot of people don't. All right. Uh, so, we might start to wrap it up. We got 23 minutes in, and mm. we've had a great conversation so far. I want to ask you, what's, uh, what's the most challenging experience you've had on court to this day? Oh, gosh. There's been quite a few, and primarily are the ones when I am sleep-deprived. Mm. Or, you know, there's something else going on in the background. Mm. I can't really pick up a specific... Yeah situation but it's it's primarily like when i'm not okay i'm not okay that's so true and i can relate to that because uh i i try to show up as the best i can every single time Mm. but a good game can turn bad or a bad game can turn good purely based on the way you show up and your attitude towards the game how you're feeling yeah exactly (sighs) there was actually um around during the season the nbl one season um i had a tough game on the saturday night where Mm. I should have tossed someone mm. for throwing a water bottle into away. Um, uh. Didn't because I I think like I was sleep deprived at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day I had like a very very um, important game. Like there were two teams that were vying for top four that were in contention, close mm. to each other on the ladder. Um, one of them was at the end of their third day of the road trip had lost a star player mm-hmm. um, and yeah just walked into that game from the night before yep. going oh my god I'm so tired I'm exhausted uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go through this and it was yeah that was probably the the round of the season where I was like yeah. am I am I doing a service to the game yeah. am I good enough to continue this interesting how do you bounce back from bad games especially when you only have a small turnaround between your next game uh, it's it is tough it is so tough, but I think for me, a lot of it is um, doing a lot of like mindfulness mm, stuff and going, so "All right, that's in the past. Mm. I don't have time to hold on to that. I need to put myself in the right mindset for yeah. this. Go back through like a few notes or journal mm. entries or anything like that. Yeah, uh, might do a journal, like write down how I'm feeling, put it down on paper, um, because then that just gets the feelings out. Yeah, and then. Uh, usually if so you can important. yeah if you can write it down or talk about it I find writing it down is more yeah. helpful um, then it means that it's sort of released from yes you. exactly exactly yeah I, I can strongly agree with that one mm. uh, the the worst thing you can do is just kind of suppress it down right it's yeah. gonna come it's gonna manifest in other ways yeah and maybe not in a big explosion it might manifest in illness and mm. pain and um, things like that so yeah, I can really vouch for the fact, the, the benefit of getting it out of your system, talking about it, etc. You know, acknowledge the feelings, mm. feel into it, 
and then transcend yeah and go to a new state of mind yeah exactly yeah, i like it are you a meditation type of person or not so much uh not the traditional sit down in a mm. quiet room meditate but it's yeah. more like uh be with your own thoughts for yeah a bit. it's usually checking in with your body doing a bit of stretching or yoga mm. or uh you know journaling going mm. for a walk somewhere yeah cool cool mm. all right last major question then we'll get to some little little tiny ones mm-hmm. so uh uh, what's the highest level or best game that you've ref so far in your career? Uh, I would say the the I have to pick two. Yeah, go. Uh, I, <laughs> pick eight. Pick eight. Um, Every I, game I've ever refed has all, been amazing. They're all great. Um, but I would say I got called on to a NBL one semifinal. No, sorry, not semi, a quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. Um, the night before it was happening because we had a pull out due to family illness um and that was wild that was the spartans women versus north side and mm. that was quite a challenging game so i'd say that's pretty high up there in best uh highest level of refereeing mm. um and then earlier last year in may a week before the tournament i got a call up to do under 20s nationals um and got the girls gold wow yeah that's amazing i yeah. saw that and i was like yeah baby like, <laughs> i was so psyched hey. yeah that was a bit oh, of a wild experience makes me so happy seeing like especially because you guys are the other people that i've kind of come through with as well mm. we've been so lucky we've had such a good group yeah because you don't get that all the time and that the the community can really make or break like whether you even want to do it yeah exactly i think the community that we've built here and at least our cohort and hopefully yeah. the next cohort mm. like it's really added to the referee retention no doubt no doubt all right we're at 28 minutes i can't believe it we've gone good yeah all right <laughs> we'll probably finish by 30 because what i'm going to do now is go through my little final little uh, segment. We're going to shoot some free throws, which means I'm going to ask you a question. You have five seconds to answer, or it's a violation. Okay. Okay. So I don't know how many I'm going to give you because it's different every time. Number one, what's the best quality a referee can have? Uh, Teamwork. What's the worst quality a ref can have? Ego. What's your favorite thing about basketball? Community. Reading the whole rule book, yes or no? Yes. Have you done it? I have <laughs> not read it cover to cover. Cover to cover. I've spent, I think last year, I slowly got through it <laughs> over a few months. The few lockdowns really helped. I I'm like not going to say that I retained it all though. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Don't worry, I'm the same. It's a I'm pretty dry read. It. It's yeah. a dry read and it's different every time. Mm. And, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, I don't want to take more than five seconds. I'm just going to change okay. questions. That's okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. What's the best resource to improve? Experience. Experience. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Is there a rule you don't like? Oh, there's there's a couple, but I can't think about them off the top of my head. No worries. Getting booed. Do you like it or hate it? Oh, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I laugh. It makes me feel like I've made it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Uh, person you look up to the most. Ooh. This, this is my favorite part of this other podcast. Say that's, eh? that's so. <sighs> if you want, you can go like personal life, referee life, just or just name some people off the top of your head now that just people that spark to mind. Uh, 
So there's three. Yep. And they're probably a pretty common three, especially mm -hmm. for the women around this area. Yeah. But that's uh, Maddie Crowley, yep. Kelly Hanks, Jackie Dover. Ah. We were all very, very lucky to have them coming through as WNBL referees and development for National League. That's amazing. Um, when we were coming through as development for State League. So, yeah. That's so cool. Who's your favorite person to ref with? Ooh. Uh oh. <laughs> <People> <laughs> I hate to pick, but. About to make some people mad. Uh, yeah, I would have to say Camellia. Camellia, yeah. Sorry, Nathan. I'm so sorry. It's been so long I, since we've ref together. I just assumed it was me. I'm sorry. Camellia! That's so cool. Yeah. I love Camellia. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your secret talent? I'm giving you a lot of free throws mm. here. Oh my goodness, yeah. I hope I'm making all the points. No, it's great. Um, secret talent. <laughs> secret talent. I don't, I don't think I have one, honestly. Yeah, just, all your talents are just not a secret. Well, Everyone yeah, all my talents them. are out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I need to keep them a secret? Yeah. Maybe I should just ask, <laughs> what's your secret flaw? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those aren't secret either, Nathan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. Uh, anyone you want to shout out? you got five seconds. Oh, shout out whoever shout you want. Out, um, I want to shout out Barry McLeod Ooh. on your buzz and Ooh. Kenny Bill. Ooh. They were my first mentors when I came to Brisbane and they really, really helped that quite exponential progression that I've had. So cool. So cool. All right. What's, uh, do you have a final message that you want to say to all the refs or anyone that's listening? Um, don't be so hard on yourselves. Don't take yourself so seriously. Have fun. Try and enjoy yourself out there. Um, just because some people are going to put you down or challenge you doesn't mean that it's the be all and end all. Mm. It's just basketball. Yeah, just basketball. Love it. Thank you so much, Megan. I loved talking with you. You too, Nate. <laughs> all right, see you guys later. Megan has taken the time to kindly share a number of mental health support services with you guys. I've popped them in the description of the episode. If you're a female in officiating who can relate to her story, she'd be so happy to hear from you. So reach out to her on Instagram at, at meganpasco underscore. I'll just quickly put it out there that I'm also always around. I'm down to chat, to listen, to help. So message anytime. Guys... Be compassionate to yourself and others and take care. See you on the next episode.